Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours, and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music, their songwriting techniques, and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 219. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Daisy. The multi-instrumentalist sibling Joy from Melbourne released their debut single last week, which is titled, She Wants To Be Loved. In today's episode, we're speaking with Jack and Ruby Daisy about the role Ed Sheeran played in the inception of the band, their musical upbringing, and what 2023 holds in store for them. Here we go. Our guests today are a singer-songwriter sibling Joy from Melbourne, Australia. Having played music all throughout their teenage years, they've built up their musical chops by playing in pubs and clubs across Victoria, and earlier this year, toured across the country with Pete Murray. Last week, they released their debut single, She Wants To Be Loved. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Jack and Ruby Daisy from Daisy. Hello. Hi, Hi Simon. How you doing, man? Very well, thank you. How are both of you? We're great. Thank yeah, you, man. Thank you. Thanks so much for having us on the podcast, man. We are we listen to a lot of episodes and like I think mean, we we're just listening to Dermot Kennedy's before and stuff like that and So it's very, very cool. Very cool. And Ben the Ben Folds one as well, which is he's like a hero, so that's like it's uh it's cool to be talking to you, man. Oh, no, very much appreciated and also very much you went really far back into the archive, so that's I'd tip if I was wearing a hat, <laughs> this is where I'd tip it to you. As I mentioned before we were recording, I am I'm very appreciative of your time. I know that it's a busy time at the moment. There is a brand new single coming out from Daisy. It is the debut single, um, she, uh, she Wants to Be Loved, and it is a beautiful track. So firstly, congratulations on this track, guys. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you very much. Thanks for listening. That's very kind, man. I know you listen to a lot of tunes as well, so appreciate it, man. <laughs> No, of course. Look, I am a lover of all music, but, like, I do love myself a good three-minute pop rock kind of... Uh, um, it's not quite a ballad, but you, you know what I mean? Like, the actually, what, what, what would you guys define as the sound of the single? You know, I think we probably, we'd probably say singer-songwriter because it is, like, real story kind of based song. But, um, you know, I think it's singer-songwriter, but it also is, you know... It is still it, like a yeah. pop kind of. The lyrics almost feel like it. they could be a ballad, but it's actually like a bit of a faster tempo record without you almost realizing it. And we like grooves and stuff like that, so it's kind of a mix of a lot of Different. a lot of stuff, which is like a lot of what's going on right now. Like a lot of things mixed in the mixed in the pot, man. But yeah, I'd probably say maybe singer songwriter. I guess a little bit, yeah. 
I can, I think that you've probably yeah, hit the nail on the head best there. And thank you for that. <laughs> with, with the song out now, I, I know that you guys have kind of been working towards this single for a while now, and I want to get to that in a little bit, but how are you feeling at this point? Cause it's, it's a huge kind of moment for yourselves. And again, why I appreciate your time. This is a, a, a moment, not the podcast recording, but the, the single release, you'll remember this forever. So how, how are you feeling and with it coming out? It's our first podcast, man. Yeah, so. it's our first podcast, so thank you. First, first <laughs> yeah, times are first, important, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. so I'm glad you're our, you're <laughs> yeah, our first, yeah. man. <laughs> well, look, I appreciate like, that. Yeah, we've been working towards this for a little while, so um, been doing lots of gigs back. We're from Melbourne, so back in Melbourne we played a lot of pubs and clubs and stuff, so it's nice to uh, finally have our own song kind of coming out, so... So very surreal, but very exciting. I can only imagine. I, I, I feel that this is an extremely yeah, magical moment for yourselves. Do you remember the, the catalyst or the songwriting for this single? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess we kind of grew up around music because of our dad and stuff like that. He was in bands and he's got like a, there's a studio at our house. So there was always like a lot of bands around and stuff like that. Um, so that was always kind of around, but I guess um, really wanting to do songwriting and like writing our own songs and going and doing that was uh, Ed Sheeran. So like, I think I was probably in like year six when the A Team came out, the first his first like big song, and um, it just became a massive. Both of us just became huge fans, and then I'd heard that he'd met um, his hero Damien Rice when he was like fifteen at a gig, and that's what. Seemed off on his whole thing and so I was just like oh we have to I've got to meet this we guy have we have to meet him we've got to do that <laughs> and so I was like I was on like the forums with all like the other girls and like fangirls like crazy fangirls when he came to like Melbourne and like when I was 15 so I was like 2014 or something um and figured out that he was doing like the project that the tv show the interview and so I was like oh we got to go down and like we've got to meet him I've got to we meet him to we meet have him. to meet him so I me, Ruby, and we took mum as well to go down and waited with, like, eight other crazy fangirls fan. <laughs> um, outside the project and waited there for a few hours and he wasn't coming and mum was like, I think we, like, I don't think we he's coming. Go. I don't think he's coming, honey. I think he's probably, you know, <laughs> you can go out. Sorry. I don't think he's coming. And I was just like, no, I know he's going to come. Like, I have to meet I have him. to meet him. We have to meet him. And, like, an hour and a half later, he, like, he ends up coming out and, um, we said hello and I'd like drawn him a picture as well. I used to like drawing and stuff like that. So it was big fangirl moment. But like, so I gave him a picture and he took a photo with both of us and said hello and like took the time and, um, and he was just so nice and, uh, signed our like record. And just after that, I don't know what it was, but after that we were like, that's what we want to do. We just want to follow his mantra of like, be nice, do lots of shows, write as many songs as you can. And so, yeah, after that, we literally went home and wrote our first songs for us that night. And that's how it started, just because he, he was really nice and stopped and spoke to us for a minute. So that's, that's basically where it started, man. And then that, was, that all led up to writing this, this song. Yeah. I, I love that. I think it's, it is always this kind of nice, um, what is it, mantra or like the kind of like, you pass on what's been passed on to you kind of um I know that there's a better way to phrase it and I'm just having a bit of a mental blank but 
I love that that kind of inspired you guys to go home and, and write music. I know you mentioned uh, that you did grow up in a in a musical family. I believe that um, I, I, I want to call him Peter. I don't know him well enough to call him Pete, but Peter, your father, did have quite a um, musical. Then he likes. Did he? I guess yeah. What was that initial? Uh, environment like when you guys were little with with so much music around and with with your dad being so heavily involved in the music scene um i think it was as well like um when you're like little you always like look up to what like mum and dad do so our mum worked in an office so we were always like yeah we're gonna be working in an office or like you just be a musician and that's just like the jobs you can do right so um <laughs> Uh, so I think just because it was always around us and Dad used to have bands and stuff in the studio, so um, especially if they had drum kits and stuff set up, we'd just, like, wait until everyone left and beg Dad to let us outside and <laughs> we're outside. And, and so it kind of it kind of crept in like that, I guess, and then but actually wanted to do, like, after meeting Em, we're like, okay, we want to do that. And so we looked up, like, okay, he did open mic nights we got to do that too and we got to do pub gigs and dad was like well I used to play it like we used to play at this kind of pub so you probably should start at this kind of you know start at those kind of pubs and do it kind of the way that a lot of like you know Aussie bands and like in excess and stuff like that did the you know the pub circuit circuit and kind of kind of told us about that and you know that that kind of way of doing it and like earning your stripes kind of and kind of playing as many places as you can and you know working it up like like that so he's yeah he's He's got a lot of uh, experience like that, which is really nice to, you know, talk to him about like that. But, yeah, he did kind of, um, you know, kind of tell us the stories of, like, you know, that's how these guys did it and stuff like that. And then when you see Ed going, okay, he did it like that too, so maybe we should maybe we should try and do it like like that. 100%. I think there's uh, the phrase you just used before of, like, earning your stripes, I think there's something really nice to be said about, and this is not to discredit anyone or any artist band whoever that might find uh like a single or a song that goes viral and they have the kind of instant fame I think there is something to be said in 2022 about a band earning their stripes and you know like building your musical chops like earn yeah like it, it is something that's very honorable and I think did, did either of you find the I guess what has been uh the results of that thus far like you guys feel that you're in a much better position now because of having said earned stripes I, th- I think I think it just kind of is probably I mean probably like yourself man like I mean you're on your like 300 episode almost now and stuff like that that it, it just kind of like when things go wrong and stuff like that you can I guess you know how to deal with it so we've had we've had gigs where the whole like one two three and all the gear just turns off and it's like just oh, no. doing stuff like that Playing and it. Mr. Shit hitting the fan and being able to deal the with fan it. <laughs> and people jumping up on stage. There's no, there's no, there's no barriers. Do you know what I mean? So like, someone jumps up on stage and takes the mic and starts singing, and you know, there's and just all that kind of stuff. I think just kind of and because we, especially at the start, we're doing um, a lot of covers as well. Just playing so many good songs night after night. I feel like that definitely helped with our songwriting because you're just playing all these hits for like a few hours every night so um you kind of you kind of learn what playing a good song feels feels like like. and so it's when it's our own one you know we'll chuck one of our own we'll we'll chuck one of our own songs in between like you know Coldplay and Oasis and then how did that feel if it if it it, it, like doesn't feel up to pie you go okay well that's 
Yeah. You know, so let's put let's that. Let's leave that to the side. Let's keep working on that one. Or if it, or when one does feel good, you go, okay, maybe that's maybe that song's that. all right. Um, but Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. But yeah, so I think just all, all that kind of, all that kind of stuff. Um, but what about you, man? How, like, how, did, how did all this – I want to know how all that – like I've listened to a few episodes. I haven't heard how – this podcast has come about. I feel like I'd be I'd be really interested to hear that. Yeah. I'm sure you're like everyone who listens would be really interested to hear how you you know built that up, man, and all that. I'd love to know that. I I, I won't go into the the great detail yeah. of it, not to bore anyone. We are here to, to speak about yourselves. I'll definitely admit that there is something to be uh, earn, earning your stripes and learning how to do like wade through those difficult waters definitely helps. I've definitely had some clunkers out of a number of those episodes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it is, it is something that I can, I can kind of appreciate with musicians that there is something to be said about building up your, your, what is it, like the memory muscle, the fact that you would have played so many gigs this year that you're now at a point where if something goes wrong, you know instantly what to do instead of kind of having the, the stunned mullet look and just standing there with a the guitar in hand or whatever it may be. Yeah, man. Even stuff like I know we tried to like the, I used to do the clap your hands and then the pub, everyone's got a beer in their hands. So that, like that didn't work. Just stuff like that. You go, okay. <laughs> oh, hopefully not. Yeah. You want to avoid any like glass shattering in the hand. So I can, I can appreciate that. Um, with this new single, She Wants to Be Loved, uh, your dad actually had a hand in co-producing it as well as um, Jack Joseph Puke. How did, how did I guess, both of those come about? Because obviously it's incredible to say that your debut single on a major label also has your, 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 your father involved, but then also to have Jack involved, which we'll touch on in a sec. But, yeah, how did firstly, how did Dad get involved? Um, well, because Dad runs his studio, like, in our backyard. Um, the song probably started just as like a demo kind of idea so um we just started recording it over one summer um and dad was like oh actually you know dad will come in and listen to have stuff, a listen you know, and be and like going, change that's, that that's, not bad. that's all right and then he was um, like oh this actually isn't bad so like maybe we should build it up a little bit and mm-hmm. actually start recording it properly so um it was quite an organic kind of thing it wasn't like a sit down like let's do this or anything, so um, yeah, that's how Dad. That's how, yeah, that's kind of how Dad um, would do that. Kind of, all got involved and stuff like that. Because I can, we, we kind of grew up around. Like sometimes would help him in the studio, like you know, 
assist or something like that and stuff like that. So he was, I mean, he's always, it's always in and out in the house. It's not a massive, it's not like massive. So it's always like the backyard is only a couple of steps to the studio. So we're even like during summer when we were making, started this song, he's always walking in and out as his mum and the dog and everyone. You know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> It's kind of like, yeah, it was kind of like that. I can imagine it's obviously very helpful to have um, someone who is extremely knowledgeable with the industry and with songwriting and everything else. Is he, I know you mentioned before, Ruby, that he'd come in a bit, oh, maybe change that or do this. Is he a tough critic or is he tough but fair? Oh, that's a good question. I think he's tough but fair. Like if Dad likes something, then we're like, okay, maybe we're like onto something. Yeah, he won't. Uh, he, like, he won't sugarcoat. He won't sugarcoat it, especially <laughs> especially Lyle. <laughs> Which is good, though. I feel like it's good. It's good. I feel like it's, it's nice to have that, though. That he's um, but like overall, he's so he's so supportive and like he's so. He's like a real music fan. Like he, he just loves, loves music. He just loves showing so. his songs and like little moments of songs. You go, that's what it's all about and stuff like that. So that's yeah, it's like all like that stuff. It's like something special you can like share with like your dad as well so like it's nice being in a band with your brother but having dad there as well it's just like a very cool thing to be able to do of course I can I can only imagine does not to not to disinclude mum is mum musical in any sense or is it something that unfortunately she sits out she she sings to get us out of bed in the morning that's what (laughs) she's got other talents (laughs) she's good at other stuff She's um she's awesome. She drops us and picks us up at a lot of gigs. Every, like, most of our gigs, so we um call her. Her name's Jules, so Uber Jules. So she all the Ubering. So yeah, yeah, she's a queen. Look, that was very diplomatic of you saying that she has other talents. So Jules, give a quick shout out to to Jules as well on the pod because we have mentioned the other <laughs> other family. Um. I would love to discuss, I guess, uh, touring on the road. I feel like even in this last month, in the month of November, you've had so many tour dates, but I know you've also been on the road a lot with uh, Pete Murray this year. Um, firstly, because it, it's definitely one thing, like playing in pubs around Victoria, some brilliant pubs in, in, in Melbourne, um, but how did you find the transition to doing, like, proper full-scale touring? You know what? I think it's uh, it's kind of... The thing that's uh, really cool with this one as well is like we haven't done a lot of travelling, so we didn't get we haven't been to a, a, that many places around Australia. So that just by itself was so cool to be able to be like we're in Gladstone today and I've never been here and just meeting people and stuff like that is that was really really cool. Um, I'm not a great flyer though, so that was getting used to that as well. Was the was the toughest thing, the big hurdle for me. Those like you know those little those little link planes that are like the the small two aisle ones. Mm-hmm. That was uh that was that was a building moment. That was uh that was interesting, but everything <laughs> else has been really cool. Yeah. Biggest and PAs and big um, stages. biggest stages and uh, like some of the pub gigs we do um back in Melbourne, um, like we were doing our own sound for, so we'd like set up I'd have to like run upstairs, change the music, run back down to start playing on stage. So even just like having these, yeah, big PAs and people doing sound and lights for you is, like, and so people, cool and we really appreciate Yeah. And, and they can't leave. They have to listen. I mean, they can go to the bar, but, I mean, like, they, they're already there. 
So it's like a lot of the pub gigs, you got to really work to be like keep people to in the keep room. people in the room. Whereas that's it's really cool to be playing. They're yeah. all kind of yeah. you know. Pete's, he's, Pete's got some awesome fans as really well. They like really love music. So um, it was nice getting to play all original songs for people who really love music and sing a songwriter music. So um, and yeah, just so that yeah, was shout out amazing. Pete. He was so, really yeah. really cool to us and was really really generous and he got us on stage to sing with him on the last show. So and all his band and stuff. So that was amazing. That's very, very cool. He, um, from all accounts, he's, he does seem like a very lovely gentleman, Pete. Um, with, I guess, you playing these original songs now, again, previously in the pub, playing these covers to, to originals, did did the crowd, like, were they uh, good in terms of, like, feedback and letting you know what worked, what didn't work? Maybe not even necessarily in a vocal sense in terms of telling you directly what worked what didn't work but like were you able to gauge yeah what was what was a success yeah i i i think so it was just really you know it's um just like certain uh just even because we'd start this the like at the start of the tour we go this is the set list we're going to do and we're going to play these songs and then over the shows you go okay that one was that one was the bathroom break song where everyone goes down so it's like let's change that one put this in and um and yeah there's some songs where like you like there's one we play um and you know when people were singing it by the last chorus and stuff like that which was really cool to to like see and just go okay that one maybe that one's maybe that one's got something going on and um so yeah it was really it's great to be able to road test songs in front of like 600 people 800 people so that was yeah that was really cool to, to do that man yeah that's awesome. I'm very glad to hear one that the songs were received well, but also that um, that there is, I guess, more original music to discuss uh, at some point. I obviously don't want to get too ahead of myself. I don't want to get in trouble with any certain publicists um, that that might be in the room or not. Um, can we expect uh, some, now that we're at the end of the year, we're going into 2023? Can we expect more music from yourselves next year? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, man. hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're always writing, so. And you'll yeah, you'll be uh, you'll be first to know, man. We'll have to we'll have to send you over we'll to have to send you send a couple you of a few demos, a few a few new songs, man. Please, I would I would love that, but there is no pressure. Obviously, I don't want to get um yourselves or myself or anyone in trouble. So that would be incredible. <laughs> um, we know that obviously that there is new music coming from you. Um, can we expect to also, I guess, see you back on the road next year as well? Hundred yeah. percent, man. That's the that's the plan for next year is songs and and gigs. So that's the that's going to be our twenty twenty three. I think so, man. So that's yeah. I love that. That sounds like a pretty good twenty twenty three, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, very excited. Yeah, we're very excited. <laughs> um, now, usually at Jack and Ruby, we would ask our guests what they're currently listening to. Um, is there anything at the moment that is on high rotation for both of you respectively? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, we um, we like, we like, because Dad's got a lot of CDs, so we love CDs in the car. I don't know, because it's just you listen to it from the start to the end kind of. Um, mm-hmm. I can see you've got vinyl in the back as well, so that's, that's cool. Our they Dad would, would love that. I love that. That's awesome, man. <laughs> Sim- I, there's something yeah. to be said about playing something from start to finish, but sorry, I, I interrupted, please. Oh, mate, no, no, oh, good. Um, uh, yeah, so we've been listening to right now, like the last week, just 
looping Court and Spark, Joni Mitchell. Beautiful. Um, and just her lyrics and stuff like that are like, what the like? How the how the hell do you come up with something like that? It's it's so, it's just bullshit. Some of those songs. <laughs> um, and there's a song Car on the Hill. I think it's probably our favorite from that from that um, from that record. From that record. So that's probably what we've been really. That and Tom Petty. And Tom Petty, yeah. We've been listening to a lot recently. American Girl is one of our pump-up songs for like, like a... Like pre-geek, we always play American Girl. <laughs> great song, um, great song. Um, do, do, do both of you have, I guess when it comes to music taste, is is there a lot of crossover in what you both like? Is there some stuff that one likes that doesn't? I guess where does it, yeah, the, the crossover fit? Ooh. Um, you know, I, I really loved, like, especially in, like, high school and stuff, I loved hip-hop and R&B. And, and I was never, like, a huge... I liked R&B, but not, like, as much as Jack, but... And so I've kind of got over to the... Got over to the... Now I love R&B. And R&B. <laughs> so now, now, we'll, now we'll put on some, like, Drake as well in the mix and some Jagged Edge and all that stuff before a gig too, so... <laughs> what about what about you, man? What, what have you been digging recently? Oh, uh, recently? Um, oh, that's a good question. You've kind of caught me by surprise there. Um... Sorry. Only no, 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 all good. It's usually only because uh, people don't ask. Um, what? Give me one second. I'm going to do what <laughs> What other guests do and I'm going to look at my phone very quickly. Uh, what happened? I've <laughs> been listening to two things. The uh, new record from these New South Wales, they're a, they're a punk band uh, from Melbourne um, and they're, they're really good. Oh. Uh, and then the <laughs> other one was... Ethel Kane, who is um, more singer-songwriter, actually maybe something worth checking out for yourselves. I think someone called her like the Americana Phoebe Bridges, so kind of like a folky singer-songwriter. Oh, what was that again? Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I remember that. Ethel Kane and the Preacher's Daughter. Gotcha, hundred percent. We've got we're, we're flying home tonight, so I'll, I'll make sure I. I love asking people what they're listening to because I'm like I'll download it and listen to it on the plane. Look, yeah, I'll, once we wrap it up, I'll send it. I'll send it to you on Insta or something. We'll find some way to get it to you. Um, but both Jack and Ruby, I do appreciate both of your time today. Thank you very much for coming onto the pod, and congrats on the new single. Thank you. Thank so you so much. much, Simon. Thanks for having us on, man. Especially when it's our, you know, our first song. So, and this is our first, our first podcast. So that yeah, means a lot, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Thank you so much. And that's our show. A massive thank you to Daisy for their time. She Wants to Be Loved is out now and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to stream the single. We also want to give a huge shout out to Miriam at EMI Music Australia for helping out with today's interview. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. Release new shows each Wednesday and Friday morning and we now have a Patreon, which you can find within the show notes of this episode. You can follow the player's profile on Spotify and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.